And just for context for the people listening in who doesn't know about Celsius, the link is Celsius Network. And uh, basically yeah. it allows you as a user to deposit stable coins, USDT, USDC, et cetera, and earn, I think it's around 10 to 12% on your stable coins. The, the rates change uh, almost every week, I think. And then also, of course, crypto. So right now they are 100% focused on crypto kind of assets, stable coins, or just normal crypto native assets. But a lot of people who are close to Celsius, and uh, I see a lot of YouTubers and all that there, they start calling Celsius the Amazon of banking because they are in, in many ways, this bridge between uh, the centralized finance world, the uh, legacy finance world, people call them, and the new exciting crypto DeFi uh, space uh, where a lot of people get exposed to crypto via Celsius. But do you agree with that statement? Do you think that uh, Celsius will become, if they continue like they do now, the Amazon of banking? They, they have the biggest shot, right? So they have the, the immediate network effect. They have the largest pool of assets, which is very important. At that right. position, they obviously leverage those assets in different ways rather than the smaller players. So everybody else is on catcher. Is everybody else meaningless? No. Um, and I think it's very maximalist view to just kind of look at it that way. And I think people are going to miss a lot of opportunity if they look at it that way. But um, mm. they have a great shot becoming a very meaningful piece of infrastructure. How how that develops and kind of how do they get uh, acquired or, you know, how does that merger go and all these different things. That's definitely... Um, it's definitely something we have to watch. Um, it has the opportunity to do something um, different. Um, I know they're putting a lot of controls in um, to try and um, to make sure that, you know, these proof of community products and transparency and different things. So, um, but also it is a centralized company. So we have to, we have to, you know, uh, things mm -hmm. can deviate, right? And anybody that thinks they can't, you know, needs to wake up and look at history because anytime there is always, um, people and money um, and control equals you know people mm. make bad decisions not not um, malicious all the time but that they, they, they do right and mm. somebody else can take over the company or anything could happen right the company could start performing very badly it could lose funds mm. now, i don't think any of these things are going to happen but we need to just keep an open mind and um, they have a meaningful uh, uh position in the market i think it's um it's a good example for other companies and um, the security record is amazing and all of these things. And I've mm. spoken to the security team at length. So yeah, they, they have a shot to become a big, big, big fan. I think they were on track before the correction to be one of the fa the fastest uh, FinTech company in history. Um, mm -hmm. I think they're ranked second. Um, so that's in itself shows you the kind of the caliber of the organization and the potential it has. Yeah, and again, for context for the listener, I mean, Celsius is not just a new idea. They have, I believe they surpassed 100,000 Bitcoin under management. They have uh, equiv the equivalent value of that or, or more maybe of Ethereum. Uh, I can't remember how much Ethereum that amounts to, but... A lot of Ethereum, yeah. A lot, a lot of, of Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you remember the uh, assets under management? How much is it? Yeah, last it time got to 20. Remember? 20, 21 yeah. billion, 21 wow. billion at its peak. I, I guess we were at 17 billion and change or something like that now. And I think assets are still continuing to, to be deposited. I think the asset number is going up. I just think the value of the assets in the current short term uh, market conditions are going down. So mm. over time, when the market, you know, just if even if they don't grow, mm. and then the kind of Bitcoin market in two years goes to whatever, you know, 75, right. 85,000, you know, you can do the math. So they're going to mm. be at 50 billion, 30 billion 
100 billion, you know, this is inevitable. Um, and as all these assets appreciate over time and more users find the platform, understand how to onboard, you know, they want to generate yield on stable coins and all these different things. So yeah, it's theirs to lose and it's up to them to basically capitalize on their position and um, defend that position. And um, yeah, but they have a lot of uh, advantages over the competition. Their loan team is best in class. I'm, I'm very good friends with the loan director and, and what she has set up there is a world-class um, uh, you know, loan and lending department and she's built it from scratch with, with her colleagues. So, you know, you have to, you have to take your hat off uh, what, what has been achieved. And I'm happy you bring that up, actually. That was one of my points also that I want to get across because a lot of these, uh, so Celsius in general is, uh, is, is CFI, centralized finance. They still KYC people when you, uh, when you signed up and all that. And at the same time, they obviously are in crypto with stable coins and cryptos, et cetera. And it's a very, very different, uh, difficult balance to strike, right? Because you have the, uh, the guys that are fans of legacy finance and centralized finance. They don't necessarily like all these speculative crypto assets, as they would call it. And then you have people into DeFi and decentralization who are trashing sometimes even Celsius for, for being the, uh, the centralized player in the space. So it doesn't really matter uh, what they do, it seems. They will always receive some level of criticism. But what you mentioned about the borrowing and, uh, and also liquidations. So again, for people, uh, context for people, if you take a loan with Celsius, so let's say you deposit one Bitcoin, you can take a loan. Uh, I can't remember the loan to value that you can take, but let's say it's 60%. So you can basically take out a loan in dollars or stable coins um, uh, amounting to 60% of the value of the Bitcoin. But if Bitcoin drops in value dramatically, which has happened in the past, and I'm sure will happen in the future as well, every now and then, then you are in the risk of liquidation, uh, as it's called. And what I've seen with Celsius and the loan officers uh, and the, the, the people running this department, they have done in Celsius an incredible job. I've used, uh, let's just take the other extreme, Aave, a DeFi platform that does the same really, uh, borrowing and lending assets. And that's all automatic. You don't have a person uh, helping you to add more funds so you don't get liquidated and all that. They just do it. The protocol is programmed to do it. And I've lost, uh, I think, over three times uh, a lot of assets in the, in the, oh, something is going on here. Make it your microphone. Maybe yeah. disconnected. But yeah. yeah, like I get I get what you're saying. So basically, yeah, like it's, it's about, it's a hybrid approach. Um, knowing about the CFI and the DeFi is kind of, um, is very important and we need to basically um, use both right I think I think being one-sided or the other is um, is very you, you're missing the point and I think you know taking loans in DeFi can be very dangerous and I think that's an advanced mm. topic for advanced users I don't think the average you know mom or dad or whoever just wants to you know you don't get any warning there's no there's no alert that says add collateral it's just kind of like bang there's your money gone and if we look at march we look at the uh, corona crash we look at all these events and there's going to be others right this is going to happen again billions of dollars liquidated goodbye there's all your funds gone i'll leave crypto i'll never come back and i think it's a scam so i think using you know centralized solutions um to start with and 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 you get a buffer they give you a warning they try not to liquidate you they want to keep you as a customer also yeah. understanding the decentralized take twenty dollars or ten dollars go and get liquidated on a on an automatic money market or um you know a lending platform go and get liquidated on a loan and learn how it works i think that's very um useful too 
Exactly. And I, I hope my mic is back on. I'm sorry about yeah, that. But, but basically, my, the point I wanted to get across is that I, I believe Celsius in the last uh, drop, dramatic drop in the market, they had zero liquidations. And... They had some. They had some. They had okay, some. So some. like, okay. yeah, but this is this is this is people that are just not responsible and kind of right. um, not responding to margin calls. You, you, you do get a buffer. Um, I think personally, Celsius should be a bit more um, um, aggressive mm. with kind of, you know, given mm. no aggressive. I think they should right. give people less chance because they mm. give people way too much chance and they mm. put, so, you know, they're not putting the loan book at risk, but you know, they're very generous is what I'm trying to say in terms of the amount of time you have to arrange. All you have to do is kind of engage. If, if you, if you give a response, you have extra time, mm. you know, and um yeah, they, they take that risk on, right? So yeah, there's, um, and I think as time goes on, they will probably get more aggressive, but they, they do, they did liquidate, I think 17, 20 people or something in that crash, but they were just people okay. who just blatantly just gave up, I guess, on their positions, didn't want to respond, right. didn't want to acknowledge anything. And then of course you're going to get liquidated. So right. they probably just, people don't understand the risks they're taking. They just took a loan. They thought it was free money and then they're in trouble. So you're always going to get these people in life. Um, it's sad, but you know, it's unfortunate we have to we have to understand what we're doing take the proper ltv um understand the terms and conditions and respond when you're supposed to respond but i think it's an incredible service that they do to the, their community and the, and the users of celsius um i mean when you compare it to DeFi again ave uh, there's just you know too bad if you didn't watch your uh, liquidation threshold threshold it's a bit similar for people who are not in DeFi. it's a bit similar to if somebody uh, steals your credit card and then withdraws from the ATM, the bank uh, normally will reimburse you if it's not your fault. Um, it's the same thing here, uh, it seems. Celsius gives you a chance. They don't really reimburse you, but they give you a chance to do something about it before you get liquidated. And I think that yeah. some applications like this is what is needed for the uh, masses and you know getting mass adoption and mainstream adoption uh because people still need to feel safe uh, in a in a yeah. way if you ask me that's it that's it but also not everybody can access celsius so taking the maximalist approach that celsius mm. is the one and only is great right but then when you live in some states of america you live in other places uk mm. has just been shut off um yeah okay the loan functionality is still open but like we can't onboard there so Looking at this one dimensionally is just, you're just missing the point. This is a category. This right. is not a one-stop show and this is not going to be it. And I think I've heard Alex say many times that he welcomes competition. Yes, mm. the competition needs to offer the same rates. Things need to be sustainable, but also we need to let competition breathe and let them try and grow and let them, let them fail. Like mm. let's not just fail them before they even started. So um, yeah, we have, we know the clear winner in the category at the moment. Does it mean they're going to be the clear winner forever? I don't think it's a guarantee, but it's a high probability. So that's just the way I, I look at it. And like, let's understand what the technology that's being built on the side in DeFi too, and, and discuss it properly. Mm. And that leads me to, uh, I guess, an obvious question. Um, are you involved in the Celsius equity round? What I really like, by the way, before going into that, um, or if you encourage people to get into the Celsius equity round, uh, is whether... I mean, what I really like is that Celsius opens it up. It, it really allows people to invest early on, not just a few VCs or hedge funds, but the people, the community. And they have been mm. from day one, super focused on building a community. It's all about us, not them. Uh, and they do, the, do it also for their equity round. So is that something that you're interested in? Is that something you think others should be interested in? What's your, what's your take? 
Yeah, obviously, like I'm not anything I say is not not advice to go and buy any of this stuff, and it is difficult to kind of, and it's not it's not financial advice, so it's difficult to, it's difficult to um uh to get um accredited to, to use bank to the future and these types of platforms to hold get hold of this, and obviously if you're American, it's even more more difficult because you have to have a million dollars all this income and be able to prove all this stuff, and then even once you've done all that, there's a cap on how many mm. people that can invest. I think it's 99 or 100. So of course, like I, I, I am actively really trying to build a equity portfolio in these companies. I want a well-rounded portfolio and you know, banking infrastructure, asset management infrastructure, um, lots of as, as many high quality equity offerings as we can get. But the problem is they don't come around very often. And um, mm. when they do come around, the A valuations of uh, you have to take more risk. So that's where the high multipliers are, the B, and then it gets diluted a little bit. So. I think, yeah, if anybody wants a diversification in terms of like away from ERC20 tokens and, and mm. um, tokens like that, um, yeah, of course, these are, these are higher quality plays, in my opinion, and something you need to like, it's highly illiquid and you, you yeah, there is secondary markets sometimes, but you need to basically lock that money away forever. So you need to adjust the risk, put a mm. meaningless amount of money to you, something that you can, if it goes to nothing, it's high risk, high return and just uh, forget it and come back in five years and you might be you might be rewarded so um seek them out do a lot of research um don't just pile into everything that comes up because most 80 90 percent of what is available will fail but mm-hmm. the ones that win will win very big and, I, and celsius is i got in on the a round personally um people look back with hindsight like oh that was easy it wasn't easy right celsius at the time, 600 million assets mm. under management, 20,000 users. Next, mm. nobody knew about the platform. So that's mm. a very high risk play. Now, in hindsight, it looks like it was obvious, but it wasn't. And the B round is much less riskier, in my opinion, because you know it's a proven platform. It has the assets. It has the user base. It has the, the, the traction. So yeah, mm. the multiplier will maybe be 20, 50, 20, 25% uh, X from where it is, minus plus that you know, have to factor in dilution as well. So it's still a nice return. You put a thousand dollars in, you get twenty-five thousand dollars sure. back one day sure. in the future. So, I, th- I think they're high quality. There was FB, FV Bank as well, which is a a meaningful piece of infrastructure, which I think they're building there, blending the traditional and crypto banking infrastructure together. So, look on Bank to the Future and keep watching for these, and um, to take your time and be selective on what you invest in, and just mm. just just risk manage it basically, because you might not get these funds back for a long time, if ever. Yeah. And I mean, the people who say, you know, that was easy, that's is the same people that say Bitcoin was easy or Ethereum was easy, you know, years after uh, it was a very, very good opportunity and, the, you know, Bitcoin was low, etc. Because back then, I mean, Bitcoin was it's still speculative. So you can imagine five years ago, Ethereum, same story. I mean, all these coins and, and decentralized networks, protocols, I mean, they seem obvious when you look at it now, but... Back when it started, Aave, for example, I mentioned a few times, uh, which I also invested in early. That wasn't obvious that they were they were gonna win. They they were used used to be called ETH Lend, and they've been sort yeah. of struggling, bouncing back and forth. And I mean, back then nobody knew if this was gonna go anywhere. If they keep bouncing back and forth, and then it just took off, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, the it's whole the same concept. People. The whole concept of lending and borrowing 
was not easy, right? I was there at the beginning, but like all these people piling in now, they're like, oh, this is easy. Like, I get it. Like there was no DeFi, there was no lending and borrowing. All you could do was take Bitcoin and do this. Yeah, there was a promise that we could be able to do this, but you have to remember the context that when we invested in these platforms, it was a deep bear market. He has any mm. altcoins. There was no guarantee any of this was even going to come back because it had gone through this mega hype cycle, this crash. You know, everyone's like, oh, well, it was obvious it was going to come back. No, it wasn't. Like, yeah, so we had to adjust our risk um, uh, accordingly. So, you know, I invested in sell token at a very low price, but I didn't go silly uh, at that time. I put an amount of money that didn't, you know, if it was gone, so what? So, and I'm very proud that I didn't go all in and, you know, like, um, and I managed my risk properly because mm. I'm going to be able to generate wealth and keep wealth over time rather than just going 100% all in on these speculative tokens um and then rewarding ourselves when it goes right that's like a really bad mentality and it's an unprofessional mentality so i i, I try and you know educate people just take one percent two percent at your portfolio whatever it is mm. you want to go crazy five percent you know and just watch these things very carefully mm. yeah i mean true wealth is built over long periods of time it's not you know there's no short shortcut um if you Find a shortcut or what seems to be a shortcut is probably a scam, especially in crypto. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just 100% true. It takes time. And when you look at what it takes to hit 100x on a token, it's very, very hard to do. And it takes an immense amount of like mm. fortitude and mm. conviction and work to be able to do that. Or you just buy it, come back in three years later and open the wallet. That's also a viable strategy, but there's just not many people that can do that because most people are just checking the price all the time. They're like, how's it doing? What's happening? Mm. So it's very, very hard to hit these things. Um, so let's not try and hit these things all the time. Let's, mm. let's, let's focus on the bigger picture and then like generation of revenue, like, slow stable growth in your portfolio and then let's let's keep the speculation down but let's also have fun with the speculation because it is it is fun but that's not 100% of your portfolio that's yeah. that's a that should be a small percentage and if it turns 1% to 10% to 20% of your portfolio that's really meaningful yeah. and let's not try and get a portfolio from zero and then like have a token that just overruns the portfolio through growth that's that's not that's not sensible and you're going to have this boom and bust cycle in your portfolio and then you're just going to like hate yourself forever that exactly. and mostly people that talk about these massive home runs that they make they don't really talk so much about when they sw when they were swinging the bat and didn't hit anything uh, rather the opposite they lost everything the bat and, <laughs> and what else they could lose um yeah, I mean, yeah also also people asking I, I've been in Aave uh, quite early, Celsius or Cell quite early, and Matic. And those were obviously my home runs. Um, but then there's 10, 20, 30 other projects that didn't mature into anything, uh, which people don't really want to ask about. They don't want to hear about it. They just want to hear about the good stories, right? Yeah, that's it. And it's like you have to find something that's not... So you have to look at what a home run takes, right? So to get a home run, it has to be something that's never done before. So you have to have the vision that this mm -hmm. thing is going to happen that's never happened before. So like when you actually break down and you look at what it takes to do this, it's actually very, 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 very hard to like mm -hmm. find a category that was never invented and then be the person that has the, the guts to, to even find it, then invest it with conviction and then wait for like three years and watch it and track it. So... The average person can't do this and they can't achieve it. A lot of people in crypto did, like, well done. Um, but once you did, then you need to, like, act professionally with your portfolio and kind of not try and do it again. Because 
there's very few people i know a lot of the celsius community they did it twice with matic they found that one too so you know congratulations but they probably only found matic because it was 18 percent, and it was like oh look that's a higher yielding token i'll just put it in so like there was a lot of fortune with a lot of this stuff so we have to like really think critically like how did we achieve this was it a fluke um you know can is it repeatable and a lot of the time it's not repeatable if you do it mm -hmm. twice like well done you're one of the very few people in the world that will ever be able to do that um so now you've done it twice so now even more so you need to manage your portfolio properly generate a revenue stream sit back stop taking risk protect the capital like all these things and this is what we try and kind of promote rather safe investing um risk-adjusted returns, not going crazy all in on one platform, put a little mm. bit in these other places, learn all these all these types of things, long-term approach. Exactly. And that's, a, that's what Alex also preaches a lot. Alex, the CEO of Celsius Network. I mean, the rich basically has for centuries, they bought assets that were solid or projects that were solid and then lend against it. And with Celsius mm. and similar services, they allow the everyday person uh, who's in crypto, of course, but the everyday person access to be able to do the same, lend against solid assets like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and whatnot. And I think that's really beautiful, um, the whole mission around that, uh, because it is truly gratifying and, and, and a lot of people have reached financial freedom uh, by doing this, exactly. Uh, being patient and lending against when you needed money because you still have to pay your bills. And lending yeah. against your assets don't go too crazy don't get liquidated but uh but yeah now it's an option uh, for people yeah it's, it is an option it's a great option and this this crypto uh, space is so fluid and it moves so fast that basically you can be right today on what you're doing and you're not going to be able to you know you make money doing one thing and you make a lot of money you're not just going to be able to keep repeating that trend this is one, mm -hmm. one thing i've learned like you you have to know when to stop and you have to know when something's finished and the risk reward is gone when the risk reward is gone you have to be able to adaptable and move and humans don't like move they don't like changing they don't like mm. changing approach they don't they feel uncomfortable they like to do what they know mm. and all of so it's a very hard skill set to kind of um to develop and to achieve so this is this is what we kind of with our, our group that we have we try and like promote this via calls and just kind of help people kind of with mythology and like mindset on kind of what it takes and um not to feel so out of control all the time mm -hmm.